Welcome to episode nine of the Photomind Talks podcast. We're so glad you could join us today. We have, as always, a very special guest. Uh, today we have with us Krista Kowalczyk. She's the owner of Impression Photography in Fort Myers. And, you know, it's an honor to have her here, honestly, simply because kind of, the reason we, we found Krista in the first place is due to her really, really big heart. Um, and I guess I'll let her dive into why uh, why we were so interested in her in the first place. Chris, do you want to uh, get into it? And I, thanks for being here. Sure, sure. Well, thanks for having me. This is great. Yeah, so Krista, uh, we found out about Krista through the internet, as we do with many things, uh, because she was a guest on a new segment about the work she was doing following the, in the recovery efforts after Hurricane Ian. And of course, this had to do with photography, since she is a photographer herself, but not in the way you might think, really uh, in the way that the PhotoMind community is kind of more comfortable with photography in the sense of older photos and what to do with them and how to recover them and save them. And that's what exactly what she was doing was helping people recover photos after the hurricane. Um, so Chris, can you kind of go into it a little bit? Tell us a little yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so after the hurricane, um, everybody in the community here was helping. I was just looking to help a friend who um, her father's home was flooded. So he had had six feet of water in his house and he's um, 80, almost 89 years old. Um, so he needed help. And I said to my friend, I said, I'll come on over. This is just days after the hurricane. I said, I'll come on over to your house or to your, your father's house and um, help just um, do what everybody here was doing, hauling out furniture and all of their belongings and just taking them to the curb. So I did that for a bit. And then I noticed she had taken her um, pictures. Now this was her childhood home too. So, you know, this, this man had lived here for a long time. She had taken all the pictures off the wall, all of his photo albums and laid them out in the front yard and said, Hey, Krista, you're a photographer. Do we need to put these in the trash? Do you think that maybe we can do anything to save some of them? And I looked at what was there and I was like, well, gosh, we can save most of them. Like they're just, um, photos go through water. It's okay. Like for them to have gotten wet, they just need to be washed off and cleaned up and cut out of those soggy albums. So I just sat in her front yard that day and I literally spent hours just um, cutting pictures out of, out of photo albums and um, just helping her to save those pictures. But while I was there, her neighbors who were all pulling their furniture out and doing the same thing, they came over, they saw me and they were like, what are you doing? What, how does this work? And you mean I can get those back out of the trash? So I started telling them and it was like dozens of people there around her. I told them about it and I realized people don't know that you can save a photo. It can get wet. It's okay. Um, for the most part. So I, um, I came back um, home that night and went on my Instagram and just started posting um, just because I know I have so many followers that are here locally and so many people in our area had damaged photographs. So I just wanted everybody I knew to know like, hey guys, like you can save these or I can help you if you know you don't have time, which that, you know, that was part of it is they were overwhelmed. So cutting pictures out of albums was, <laughs> was kind of not something they had the time to do. Um, so I offered to help people and I gave some, uh, some tips and, um, and that's sort of how it started. Um, and then from there, I went back a couple days later and, um, just went door to door through my friend's father's neighborhood and just said, Hey, you know, I, I, I wanted to know if you have pictures, you want me to help with your pictures too. And the react people were thrilled that they could save pictures. So many of them were like, oh, wait, I have this tub in the back room. I threw pictures in, like, what do I do with this tub? <laughs> and so I literally took tubs of pictures from people and 
just came back and turned my house into a, a photo saving headquarters. <laughs> That's so cool. Was it, was this like a process that you were kind of familiar with ahead, uh, like already of how to save images that were damaged by water or anything like that? not necessarily. Um, many, many moons ago when I was in college, I did take a class where we did some photo restoration work. It wasn't something that ever I, I had a huge interest in. I, right. I, you know, I'm a wedding and portrait photographer. That's where my heart is. So it wasn't something I ever thought it was skills. I never thought I would be using, but I did have a little bit of knowledge and then, um, relied on Google and, uh, got some more information. And then also while I was posting, other other photographers I knew or even didn't know people that were strangers were like, hey, I do photo restoration. You need to be doing this with this type of picture. Like, make sure if you have one of these, don't do this. So that kind of guided me as well. So it's kind of a learn as you go process. But um, that's sort of how it started and what I started doing. Wow, it's, it's awesome to hear that it it started like grassroots way. It doesn't even begin to start like to describe it right you know you talk about like a grassroots uh you know marketing or something like that right yeah. where it's kind of like you know from the bottom up no no literally you're just like out on the lawn the grass and uh <laughs> and like somebody from the community like that the neighbor just kind of saw and like that you found interest that way and, i mean and and what actually what's really interesting to me is not only that uh not only that other people saw it and were interested but that that was like it, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like that was the way you felt like you could give really give back to the community in the recovery efforts. Oh, absolutely. That definitely was the catalyst that got me got me motivated to to try to help people in that way. Because um, everybody was everybody was doing something. I knew I had to be, you know, I had to be doing something in my heart. I I knew um I had to be doing something to help because so many people were affected. It wasn't one neighborhood. It was um, you know, it was, you could drive from one house to the next house and be in your car for an hour and a half. Like that's how far the distance was from right. how many people were affected. You couldn't not be helping. And I just, you know, it was nice that I found a way that I knew people needed help. And I had a little bit of, of knowledge on and could kind of help and guide them. Is there anything from, you know, the people you were speaking with that, you know, you, that you learned about their pasts or anything like that? Like, is it kind of, you're, you're just kind of going about the business of, all right, let me save this photo, save this photo. Or is it you're kind of sitting there with them? Like, what's the, give me the process of like how you actually, uh, you know, what you're actually doing while you're re recovering them and saving them. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting process. I had, um, so I had tons of pictures come through my home, but it, I really did feel like I was getting to know strangers. It's interesting what you can, when you take a lifetime of photos, I had one woman in her eighties, I had her entire life of photos. So I really felt like I went on vacation with them. So it was kind of a neat just so a sweet. Experience. And I was, I know I love photography and I love photographs, but I learned even, I, I think I love them. I love strangers photographs. That's how much I love photography. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was kind of neat to have those pictures come through my house. And, um, it, it, you know what, I think I, for a while, I was like pretty sure I'd seen almost every president, like everybody who's had a picture with a president, like that was in there. So everything from, um, yeah, I mean, Nixon, even I like, you know, right through the president. So that was kind of interesting. I'd be like, oh, look, another president. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you yeah. just like put them on the wall. It's a nice timeline of American history. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. There's actually one, um, a couple that I just kind of fell in love. I saw these photos and I love, I just fell in love with them. There was one photo that was in the woman that was in her eighties and had just given me everything. She had a photograph of her nephew, I believe it was, which I learned later. She was, I didn't know her personally. I didn't meet her till I was giving her back her pictures actually. Um, but in this pile of pictures I had was a picture of her nephew that was a hand painted photo from, I'm gonna get the year, I think it was like the forties. Um, but he was in the military and, but he was in casual military attire um, and it was hand painted and it was his profile standing full length. And I just saw that picture. I thought, my gosh, what, what happened to this guy? Bud was his name. I actually later Googled Bud. I knew I like, I'm like, I want to know Bud's story. What happened to Bud after he was, you know, he wasn't a general in the military. He was just a guy in the military. And there was this beautiful portrait of him standing that had been hand painted. It was just a neat, neat thing. So after when she came to pick up the pictures and we looked and we, I, we spent hours, literally I spent five hours with this family. So we're going through all of them. And I told her this picture of Bud was my, like one of my favorites of all of the things that had gone through. She told me his name was Bud and it's her nephew. And she looked at me, she goes, I, I don't need, I'm in my eighties. I don't need the picture of Bud anymore. You should have it. And so <laughs> I kept the picture of Bud. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, my, a That's a nice like keepsake of the, of, yeah. of the whole experience, right? That's kind of what I was thinking. Like years from now, I'll look back and be like, oh, right. That was, that was after Hurricane Ian when I dove into that, that messy pile of pictures. I, I have Uncle Bud, I think she called him or her, her daughter was calling him Uncle Bud, but yeah, I have a you picture got, of Bud. Well, you got a new Uncle Bud <laughs> or a Bud or a Bud named Bud, something along those yeah. lines, right? You yeah. can workshop it. You give him a nice nickname. Uh, he's part <laughs> of the family now. I'm curious because I, I, I grew up in the, in the Northeast and like we didn't really deal with hurricane recovery. I mean, granted hurricane Sandy a bunch of years ago, but like, I don't really, I don't really understand what goes into the, um, you know, that recovery community wide. Um, how, how do you, how did you feel? I guess you feel like the community effort is always like the same. Do you feel like because you had this kind of special project that maybe it kind of got you closer to the community in any ways? You know, for sure, in general, so I love Southwest Florida. This is, it's really a great region, not just that it's beautiful, but the people here are fabulous. So I've always had, you know, I, I'll go other places and just be like, I'm happy to be home because I do love Southwest Florida. I love the people here. Um, so I guess I wasn't necessarily surprised, but it was um, nice that everybody really came together. Um, and I don't know, like we haven't had, an, I mean, this was, it was a tragedy and I don't, we haven't had something like this to this magnitude anyway, impact our area. So I don't have, think there's anything to compare it to. Um, but I honestly don't know anybody who wasn't, um, hand, you know, it was all hands on deck. Like everybody was just like, how can I help? Um, you know, what can I do? So, you know, the, the entire, the entire community was really involved. Um, I do feel like because I've done this, I've, I've made a bunch of new friends. There's a lot of people now that like I consider friends that are families that I've helped or people that have reached out and said, I want to, you know, I want to help you. Um, but it's not even just locally. That's been all over the country. I've had people, I've developed relationships with um, people from literally every corner of our country. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So it, it really has been, it's been nice to just see I don't great humanity, you know, really great people that have all come together and seeing like something so positive and so wonderful. It's wild how it it sometimes takes those tragedies for like the best of of 
humans to really show and it it comes out so strong too right like you just you truly see the best parts of people uh when you know when you're really down on you know just at the bottom and you try to dig it out dig your way out together is really beautiful Absolutely. No, that's so true. I, so after um, some of the photographs I'd been, you know, washing them and saving them, but a lot of them had damage. And so one thing that I did was I just went on um, Facebook and Instagram and posted, Hey, are there any photographers or, or professionals that do retouching that can help me um, with some of the retouching aspect of the, um, of the pictures. And I had people from, I mean, literally dozens of people reach out. So I started just emailing them pictures that needed help or that needed some restoration. Um, but which, I mean, amazing, just amazing people, really sweet people. I've gotten to know a lot of them. So that's been great. Um, but one person was a teacher in Connecticut who reached out and she teaches a Photoshop class for high school students. She has photo one, two, and three. So it's three classrooms. And she said, this was really early, just days after the hurricane. And she said, Hey, I see what you're doing. Um, you know, my class can probably help. Would, can you send us some pictures? So I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I sent her big groups of pictures. She has, you know, a lot of students who are working and the stuff they did. So months, that was their, it was their, um, like, extra credit project if they wanted to say so it was for a week or two I think they did it as that's what they were supposed to do after that she asked them if they wanted to continue doing it they all were excited about it so they would go like during lunch during study hall after school and they were working on these I mean dozens and dozens of pictures they it kept coming back to me so when the semester ended just um, the beginning of January I flew up to Connecticut and met these students and got to do they did a whole presentation and and stuff and like it's stuff like that. Like you talk about humanity, like that's just amazing to me that these, these really young people are like, no, I want to, I want to do, I want to help for these people. So it was really neat. And um, we got to go on zoom with some of the people that they had helped fix pictures for that day. And they're holding up the pictures and showing the, the person who had thought they lost the photograph and they were in tears. Like to know that their photos were saved, these really precious memories were saved, but also by a young person who doesn't, a stranger who's 16 years old, who's like, I want to help you. So I think it impacted both the person who had the picture saved for them, but even the students. I think the students will be talking about this. They'll be 30, 40 years old and be like, oh, this one time when I was in high school. So I really think it's something that's impacted a, a wide range of people. That I, I'm like kind of speechless. Uh, it's really beautiful uh it's, i mean it's really it's really touching to hear that uh that it's something that so many people are so energized by uh because it is so important i mean saving photos you know i i know i know holding on to photos and taking them is not everyone's cup of tea but the idea behind them it's it's hard not to find some value in it no matter no matter if you're like you know we often talk about that every family has um you know, there's like the center of the family that there's somebody at the center of the family who's like the the keeper of everything, right? And and like that, you know, you have siblings. One sibling loves is super nostalgic, always looking at photos, always talking about stories in the past. And then maybe one brother, another sibling is just just it's not for them. But it's always it's always these type of things, right? That you just have a classroom yeah. of kids that they wouldn't have thought to do it on their own, but with it with it in front of them, and once they get a taste of it, how can you stop? It's really, yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. So they're continuing it on the next semester. So I told them if they want to work on it again this semester, I'll fly back up the end and we'll Zoom again and we'll kind of do it again. So they're really excited about continuing the project. So that's been uh, that's been nice and really um, 
kind of the most touching, I think, is just seeing how, like seeing the kids involved for sure. Oh, that's so awesome. Do you know how many people's photos you've helped save? Um, it's been a lot, but there's been quite a range of, it's been a handful that I've taken tubs full. Like one, one okay. family had, I think that they thought it was 3000 pictures. So I literally took oh. 3000 pictures from a family. Um, others, you know, it's a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. Um, but then when you count, like, um, I just finished, um, working on one, one lady brought me two photographs. It was her adult sons. It was their high school graduation pictures that had gotten damaged. And this is just, I mean, so it's four months after the hurricane, but people are still doing this. She saved these pictures. She happened to stumble across something and saw that I was doing this. And she called me and said, can I bring these pictures over? So I said, yeah, sure. But it was just two pictures, um, that just needed some Photoshop work really. So, um, I just went into Photoshop. I did, you know, I just did that myself and spent last night. It's a little kind of therapeutic, just kind of sat down with these, uh, two high school senior pictures and worked on them for a bit and, um, they're ready for today. So, um, like I've done a lot of things that were just lit, like small things. So when you count those, I, I don't know, maybe a hundred. Um, and then a lot too, the other thing that if, if you count beyond physically helping people is just advising people. Um, especially, I mean, I was talking to dozens of people right after the storm, but even now I'm still talking to people about how they can save their pictures themselves or the things they can do or their families can do. Um, and what I found like, um, a couple weeks ago after there was some, some severe freezing up North and I had one woman reach out from, I don't remember, she's somewhere up North. Um, her pipes had froze, which made her basement flood and ruined all, got all of her pictures. So I'm now having people reach out that weren't part of the hurricane, but were part of other, other situations where their, their photographs were water damaged. And she's contacting me saying, you know, what should I do? So obviously I'm not there with her. I can't take her photographs, but I'm giving her advice too. Um, and which is fascinating when you first, when we first connected that, I don't think you realize this, but I've been telling people download photo mine, you need this app. Like this is what you need to do first to save pictures because it's just such a great tool to, um, you know, get, get a picture, you know, save it. So it's on your phone. So you have a copy of it, you know, make, make a new print from that. So, um, that's one of the things that I told this lady up North, I said, open up your albums. It's, it's easy. You know, you can tell your kids to do it in front of the TV. Like they can, they can start helping you like make it a team effort, get everybody involved. So, um, you know, that's what she did. So I just spent some time advising her really. So some of it is really just advising and, um, and just, you know, encouraging, telling people that, you know, your pictures aren't lost. Like, I know you have a, a lot on your plate right now when you're dealing with the flood. It's, it's, I mean, things are coming at, at you from every direction, but this isn't, this isn't the end. Like we can save a lot of your pictures. So. That's so awesome. I mean, I, I, it's like I said, I, I'm probably going to say this a handful of times more, but it really, it's just awesome to hear. Because uh, it really, it, it's so touching. Like I don't understand how anyone could hear the story and hear you talk about it and how how passionate you are about helping people recover these photos that, and and not feel anything. I mean, it's uh, it's really great. And and it's all, and like from our end, of course, it's amazing to hear that you you know you that you suggest Photomine for uh, to help people you know scan these photos too. Um, but it's funny because when my my coworker sent me a link to an article that you were interviewed for and the whole and your whole story. Um, and like, it was one of those things that, you know, I read the first paragraph essentially and was like, oh, well, I have, I have to find a way to get her on the podcast to talk to her. And, <laughs> uh, and when you said that, and when we first connected that you, that you suggest photo mine to people, 
I, I thought that I had missed something in the article and that the reason that it was sent to me in the first place was that you mentioned it. And I was like, oh no, this is just a completely un, uh, unconnected thing. And uh, so I, I, I went to some of my office and was like, oh my God, we have to, have to talk to her. She's got, you know, she's like, she's the perfect guest for the podcast. So uh, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so, I'm so happy we finally were able to do this because it's, um, I mean, it, you know, the story itself is, is something that I think people need to hear in, in any way possible, because it really is, uh, it's really awesome what you're doing. Um, and I'm so, I'm sure there's plenty of people that are just so grateful uh, that you're helping in this way. Do you have any fun, any fun anecdotes or stories from, uh, you know, while you were helping, uh, helping anyone, anyone that you met, other, you know, obviously the portrait is a great, is a, is a great one, but um, any, any fun stories from along the way? I had one woman who came over complete stranger. We, we learned that we had um, worked together 15 years ago in the same work setting. And I didn't even realize I had done photography at a resort that she was working at. And we clearly worked together and we're like piecing together everybody we knew and everybody that worked there. So it was kind of funny that like, again, like that's a community thing though. Like how neat is that, that, you know, we're, we're connected. One gentleman who um, worked for the secret service and I was surprised he could have half the pictures he did, but I had a ton of behind the scenes of Bill Clinton. So I mean, you know, it's it's really interesting um, the stories people have and the 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 different journeys they've taken and different places they've visited. Wow. I've been on other vacations. <laughs> what are the what are those? I'm, I can only imagine what those Secret Service photos are like. Is it like like Bill Clinton like eating a sandwich in a shop in Fort Myers, or is it like you know like back like in a room playing saxophone, I imagine, some, something along those lines, probably. You know, they weren't quite that exciting. It was more, you know, like outside at public events type things for the Shaking most part. But I kept looking through, I was like, oh, what's next, what's next? And for their pictures, they were kind of, they were all stuck together. So I didn't even know, like they didn't know what was in there. I was trying to, um, I, for them, I had to like soak their pictures and try to get them gingerly, pull them apart. So they also didn't know what was in the group. So, um, you know, they they could have could have been anything in there. Wow, I, I want to take it back for you. I guess what's uh what's like the origins? I guess of your relationship with photos. Photography has been my best friend my whole life. I think I love photography. I love That's photographs. Super cute. Um, no, it really, it really has, I, you know, I have to tell you for the longest time, I, I, there was this whole thing, like, you need to have a hobby. You should have a hobby. Like you, you know, you work so much once you have a hobby. And finally, I like, just, I told my husband, this is my, I happen to have a hobby that I do for a living. So, um, it's not such a bad gig and I've really like embraced that. So no photography is, has really been my whole life. But when I was little, um, I was probably like four or five years old, my mom had a film camera. So it was still film at the time. And um, I would get in trouble for sneaking her camera away to take a dozen pictures of my toothbrush. Like I was like obsessed <laughs> with photography since I was really little. And I'm kind of sad because she would take the film and throw it out because it was too expensive to get my toothbrush uh, printed. But now I wish I had those pictures. Like it would be, it would be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, too you know, funny. I, from there, um, you know, just was my whole life. I, I worked for a photographer through high school. Um, I do tell people I've never had a real job. Like this has been my, <laughs> this has been the only job I've had. So your I, hobby. Yeah. My hobby is my job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went from there to, um, I went to college in Rochester, New York at RIT. Um, got my bachelor's degree. Yes. RIT. Great school. <laughs> um, and then moved to Florida right after um, living in Rochester. Cause mostly it was just too cold there. And I thought I'm going South. I'd never been here before, got in my car and drove here and 
started my business right away and been here ever since. Did you go to Rochester because of like the connections to photography or Tariti because of the connections to photography? Like uh, Eastman House, all that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in Pennsylvania, so that's where I'm originally from. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, at the time, I just kind of went looking for what is the best photo school in the country? Where can I go that's the best? And um, RIT kept popping up. And so I, uh, I think I, I applied to the school, got accepted and um, didn't even see the school. So the first I'd seen it was the orientation I went to. Um, but yeah, and ended up loving it. I mean, it's an amazing program. Their photography program is, is outstanding for sure. Did you have a chance to go to the Eastman house at all? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I, I so, love that they're there. It's so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's just to have, awesome. just to have the, like the entire history of basically film photography, just in a, in a house museum yeah. in Rochester, New York, where I grew up is like, it's so, it's so weird in so many ways in that regard, but uh, it's a very, yeah. very cool museum that oh, really sure. anyone should go to. So, you know, you obviously professionally, you are a photographer and now you've had this project where you're, you know, you're working with the like late stages of, you know, your work product essentially. Right. Um, how is it kind of, uh, how does it feel for you? I guess, kind of, you know, going from the emotional side of like snapping the photos in the moment and capturing those, mo uh, those, you know, wedding memories and all that to, having to move your brain to completely different section where it's like, okay, these have been taken and, you know, now I have to figure out the best way to go about, you know, maintaining them for as long as they possibly can. No, um, for sure. I I'm seeing now firsthand, like what people value years later and that has impacted how I photograph a wedding, for instance, like, um, you, you know, I, I look at people looking at, uh, combinations of people together. The ones that they want to save the most are the baby with grandma, uh, those generational <laughs> ones. So yeah. I do focus and I always have, I mean, I, I personally, you know, I love that, but I think about that. It's in my head now when I'm at a wedding and I see the flower girl, um, you know, the bride's daughter or the bride's niece with the bride's grandmother. So you're talking multiple generations. So I try to really focus on that a lot and get um, and then also just natural interactions. I, I do focus and I always have, but I think about it now as I'm doing that, because those are the ones that uh, people are coming to me. You'd be surprised what they're most passionate about wanting to save. Um, they'll see the pictures spread out and it's, it's often not the senior picture, for instance, it's, it's not a lot of that. It's actually more of grandpa sitting on the couch with his daughter playing a game, you know, um, or with his granddaughter. Like it's those generational ones that I see people really want to save the most. So it does, impacted how I shoot when I'm at an event now when I'm at a wedding because I am thinking through um you know what is what is valuable to people but in terms of how I feel about the processes in general my heart will always be behind a camera like I 100% prefer being behind a camera versus trying to save a photograph that's it that's that takes a special person and I uh, for me it's um I'm happy to advise for the rest of my life but I don't know if I want to <laughs> be knee deep in moldy albums ever again that was <laughs> it's been an experience I can only imagine how has it how has it affected you I guess overall uh you know going through this process of helping helping so many people um you know it was heavy to be honest with you um I didn't realize right away like the emotional impact it would have on me because by helping people um I'm also 
you know, hearing their stories and not just their stories of learners, but their stories of what they went through with the hurricane. And for some people, people who stayed in their homes as six feet of water came in within 20 minutes, like it's traumatic. So um, it, it has, it was difficult. I, I think I'm, I'm kind of wrapping my head around it a little bit more now, but it was at one point I thought, is there going to be a day go by that I don't hear a one-on-one -on -one personal tragedy from someone like that's just, it's, it's heavy. Um, so that, that aspect of it was hard. Um, but in, in a way I'm even, even that I'm glad I did it. it I gave out a lot of hugs. There was a lot of even beyond just the saving the pictures was listen, just standing there and listening to somebody's story, giving them a hug, telling them, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we can't fix the whole house, but we're going to fix this one little thing. The one thing we can't replace, we're going to fix it. Um, so that, I don't know, that, that good feeling will stay with me forever for sure. It's so, it's so human. It's like really, it's really, it's nice to know that the human pieces of it all just like continue to just like really shine through and be the part that you can look back and, be proudest of I, I imagine right yeah no I I definitely um yeah I, I think I will even though it was difficult at times I definitely will look back at this with uh, with a smile for sure do you have any advice for people looking to make a difference in you know especially natural disaster recoveries uh in a way that's maybe you know beyond just I'm not saying it has to be photo recovery but something beyond you know going to a food bank and helping to put things in a box and delivering food or, you know, helping to clear people's homes after a hurricane. Is there any, any advice you have as far as just like how, you know, ways to, I don't know, I guess, inspire people to kind of push and find a way to contribute in a way that's meaningful to them. Absolutely. Um, you know, seeing as your community loves photography too, you have a photo minded community. Um, don't take for granted that, what we know about photography or, or the little bit is is something everybody knows um you know people they just don't know what to do with their pictures and a lot of what i have done to help people didn't take any necessarily any skills i didn't i didn't use skills it, some of it is just cutting pictures out of albums like i said or you know rinsing them off it, it really is some simple stuff so i think from even a photography aspect if somebody was in a, in a place where others were impacted and, and their photographs could be impacted like just like I said, I knocked on doors and they were happy to see me. I didn't have a single person that was like, what are you doing here? Like, can't you see we're busy? Like nobody. I had one lady, I knocked on her door. We left. I had, I have an assistant photographer and she went along with me to a lot of it. Um, and so one lady, we knocked on her door and we laugh about this because she was like, oh, come on in. And so we went in, she's like, oh, can I get you something? Would you like a tea? Do you want something? We've got bottled water over here. Like she's got all of this stuff. She's going in her cooler to reach out to get stuff where it was before the power was on. And I was like, uh, do you want to know why I'm here? Like she had, she was just so happy to see us and to have somebody who was knocking on their door and looked like they, they cared, I guess is what she thought that she, she was offering us drinks before we even told her why we were there. So, and that's an extreme mind you, but most everybody, I mean, well, literally everybody was just happy to see us. So I think if, um, you know, if there's an area where there is another natural disaster, a tornado or something, I think just walking up to their property and saying, excuse me, you know, how can I help you? Um, it, nobody's going to say, no, don't help. And I think that, um, you know, whether that involves a photographer, like you said, it, you know, sometimes it could be helping the pictures, but even in general, I think, um, you know, you could, you could walk door to door, a tray of cookies. And I think people would just be thrilled. I think any little glimmer of positivity and light, um, does make a difference for somebody for sure. 
I think th that is very powerful. And I think a perfect place for us to kind of wrap it up. Anything, uh, any last words, anything you want to plug? My business is Impressions Photography. So I would definitely love if anybody in your community makes their way to Southwest Florida. Um, I do beach pictures, family photographs and wedding photography. Uh, so my business has been severely impacted because there, there aren't beach weddings happening right now and, and people are not vacationing here yet. But um, it's already coming back. A lot of our um, hotels are reopening. Um, we're, they're, they're setting dates when they're gonna reopen in the next couple months, completely renovated and gorgeous. So I will plug Southwest Florida because it is the best vacation destination. I think everybody should plan a trip to Captiva Island or Sanibel or uh, Fort Myers. Come down to our area on vacation, support our people for sure. And if you're so inclined to do a family photograph, hit me up. <laughs> Sounds great. Is uh, can they find they can find you on Facebook and Instagram socials and anything? Yeah. yeah, it's impressions photography. I'm impressed wedding on um Instagram. So, yeah, for sure. Perfect. Thank you. Well, now you know where to go in case you need some good wet <laughs> good wedding uh photos. Make sure you head down to Fort uh, make, head down That's to Southwest Florida. Absolutely. You should be a, you should be a uh, maybe a travel agent to Southwest Florida. Also, it seems like you're selling it so well. Um. <laughs> I love the, I really do love the area it's we've got the best beaches in, in the whole country I believe so absolutely everybody should come visit well head to the beaches in southwest Florida and we will see you next time on the Photomine Talks podcast thanks so much again Krista for being here with us and yeah. thank uh, you Matthew hope you guys will join us uh, you can obviously watch this video on YouTube or make sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts as well thank you